Welcome. You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at heaven on earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Hello everybody, welcome back to the subship. Welcome back to Brainwash Yourself. Today we are coming back for part two, a multi-dimensional beauty. If you haven't heard the first one, that's okay. You can start with this one. But if you like the concepts that we talk about and you're curious about if we mention something that we did talk about, last week then definitely check that one out because we have another great conversation last week about the beautiful well self-explanatory but the pure high frequency of beauty and what it means to us and um we felt like there was so much to say and share that we kept saying we would do a part two and that's what we are back for today. So um, let's see, I think that a major theme of what we talked about last week was just how multidimensional beauty is and how interconnected and inseparable all those dimensions of beauty are and how they can sometimes be misunderstood and shared a little bit of our personal journeys of just coming to value beauty as a divine form of self-expression. And um, so a lot of it is this idea of like the beauty of the mind, the body, the spirit, the world, all kind of reflecting and feeding off of one another and the value of cultivating beauty in all those areas of life to us and that's something we like to pursue, or even I can just see for myself, that's something I like to pursue. Annika, I think too, but I think just as a practice, it's always good to just speak for oneself. But basically, um, I think that cultivating beauty in the, all these multidimensional ways is such a worthwhile practice that has these, um, what's I'm forgetting the word but these building returns like cumulative returns over time when you invest you're basically investing your time when you're cultivating beauty on any of these levels of existence because the returns are going to multiply 
into the past, present, and future because it is a quantum frequency that is not limited by time and space. And um, so that is kind of what brings me to just thinking about and talking about this concept of cultivating multidimensional beauty as a practice, a spiritual practice, a self-care practice, self-love practice, and confidence practice, brainwashing yourself practice, reprogramming the subconscious mind practice. That's what the podcast is all about. Oh my gosh, I'm just realizing I'm doing this intro. I haven't even introduced my co-host, Annika, and I am just going to hand it over to her because the intro is complete. (laughs) And it is time for us to hear both her First, hello, and her thoughts. I'll start with woohoo! <laughs> hello. And my name's Calista. Did I say that? No. I'm not sure, but we might as well throw it in there. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening so far, everybody. And Annika, Annika, I can't wait to hear what you think. <laughs> I love it. It is Mercury in retrograde. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so... We are broadcasting to you from our very cozy library home, the library, and we're so happy to be here with you. Multidimensional beauty. It was so amazing to dive into this last week and talk about kind of our whole perspective and appreciation for beauty on all levels like how we look at it how we see it how we value it all of these things and we thought it would be fun to do an episode where maybe we still talk about this a little bit but also throw in some tips tricks practicals practices rituals etc uh and i think that one important thing for me when experiencing talking about cultivating beauty is that the aim is not perfection and it never has to be about like looking at things in a lacking way like this isn't up to par with like how I wish it were to be it's more just like how can I cultivate beauty like a little bit deeper in this moment in whatever way as kind of a gift to myself and then like a gift to the world a gift to the space and yeah I just wanted to touch on that I'm super excited to get started with the ways that we both cultivate beauty in our own lives and there's so many ways that we do that truly I don't even know where to start where do you think we should start Calista well okay so I loved the conversation we were having the other day of kind of breaking it down layer to layer where starting at the top even though this isn't the order the conversation went in when and if you are to look up a general advice or tips on makeup like doing your own makeup 101 something that you might find and read is like Skin first. Your skincare routine is the most important step in your makeup routine because it shows through. 
And then if you go and research skincare 101 and how to do your skincare, they are going to say um, it starts inside first. Like you have to be hydrated, get your vitamins, and, you know, get your sunlight, get your sleep, your hormones are balanced out in order for your skincare to have your optimal results because the products can only do so much on top of that foundation. And then Annika and I were talking about even that kind of health is like go down another level to spirit first and like cultivating your inner world on an even deeper, more subtle, less physical level as like even the foundation and the cornerstone of your health, like your energetic health. Mm. And then I was even thinking today, like, and that's why when you say, so then I was thinking today, like, okay, the mental diet. Mm -hmm. It's like your skincare routine is important for your makeup routine, your physical diet for lack of a better word but beyond that too is important for your skincare routine and then your mental diet is important to even support your physical health and your spiritual routine is important to your mental diet I mean your mental health I mean in my opinion yes so I was kind of associating the mental diet and the spiritual routine, you have your food diet and your health routine. Right. And then I guess it's like your skincare products in your skincare totally. routine. And then like your makeup products in your makeup routine. Right. No, and I totally hear that. But in my mind, and it's just in my mind, like the spiritual would almost like feed into the mental, you know. So then, okay, but then taking it up to that step further, what is the spiritual diet beyond the mental diet? Well... I would say... Like the energies you're around? Well, I would say that it's so personal. It's whatever... But it's connecting to something that's beyond the mind. Like the logical. Because like it's connecting to something beyond that. Something meta. You I know? see what you're saying. The spiritual realm being beyond the mental realm. Yeah. And so the mental diet to me is about what you consume mentally. So I'm just curious your take Spiritual, okay, so for me, spiritual would be like um, anything, meditation, which I would say beyond the mind, prayer, um, I guess it's so personal, but like listening to frequencies, which you could also say is mental diet, but it's like kind of has nothing to do with actually like your thoughts. Um, like, I would say subliminals would probably, like, go in, like, the mental realm. The mental diet. But, like, it's so personal because I wouldn't say, like, you know, if you're not someone who, like, meditation or prayer, maybe for you it's actually, like, getting out into nature for a certain amount of time every day or, like, you know, but it's, like, what gives you this connection to something that's beyond our mind and beyond this physical reality that, yeah. Because I know that a lot of times in – um like that that connection to something meta and beyond is often like associated with the crown chakra and if that's kind of like closed off or not nurtured um it can feel like life can feel very um 
very almost like limited and things can feel kind of maybe like scary, intense or stressful because like all you have a reference for is like just the things directly around you. So which like life is pretty fleeting and a full of a lot of like unexpected things and the only constant is like that everything changes all the time so to like not have an anchor to something like meta something beyond I think can sometimes be I don't want to say I don't want to put it in like a negative life but I think light but I think it can be make it more um lead to less like inner peace maybe I would say for me personally so that's how I would say the spiritual like connecting to that beyond energy is kind of like connecting to the realm of like the timeless improves like the mental and then the physical and then so on so on but that's my personal experience I totally resonate with that so it's your spiritual practices would be your spiritual yes 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 exactly yeah exactly um, I totally resonate with that. So then it's like, that's what I thought of when you're saying we're going to get into the practicalities and tips and tricks, mm-hmm. like where should we start? Mm-hmm. Really where you should start is with your spiritual practices because that is the foundation. And then building on that, there is your mental diet. So once you're kind of tapped into yourself, you want to exercise your agency and your power of choice to kind of pick and choose because we talk about often in this podcast the subconscious is like a tape recorder or like a sponge like whatever environment you are putting it in even if you're not consciously aware of all the details which you are not you're only consciously aware of at most like one to five percent of the details um, what happens is, oh, I forget how I started this sentence, but basically when you put your subconscious mind in any environment, it's going to absorb it no matter what you're conscious of. So once you're doing your spiritual practices and you are aligned with starting to get more aligned or just becoming more aligned over time, because it's an ongoing practice with your values and opening up your awareness to what those are it's like using our power of choice to pick and choose and kind of refine our environments and what we're choosing to absorb like common examples is just like the books you read the tv you watch like the conversations you have the music you listen to the art you put yourself around or like having your space be clean or um any of these examples is like your mental diet and so picking and choosing that is can be very supportive to your goals because it's you're getting these passive returns where um you don't have to put effort into reaping these benefits once you are in the habit of this new mental diet and really you're yeah, your um, spiritual energy, your mental thought forms, and your subconscious beliefs do have 
a impact on the 3D that is impossible to overestimate. And it's actually, we talk about in this podcast all the time, like a common misconception that um, the, the mental and the spiritual, because they're not so dense and they're not so solid, it's actually a common misconception that they impact the 3D less powerfully than like physical actions but really they impact it more powerfully Mm -hmm. in my experience and so the spiritual practices the mental diet I just love that analogy and then like obviously or not obviously but when it comes to physical health, like the foods you eat, supplements, vitamins, minerals, sunlight, good quality water, good sleep, going outside, fresh air, um, getting the blood circulating and flowing, you know, releasing the muscle tension, all of this. Um, And then skincare, there's so much I could say about skincare. Makeup isn't so much my realm of expertise, but there's like some tips. But basically all of these realms, we could go in and in on so many details. And the thing is, they're really just so personal to the person. And it really depends more moment to moment, like how you feel and what resonates with you and what you think is for you. Um... There's not like a one-size-fits-all beauty guide of like, do these spiritual practices, consume this media, eat this diet, do these exercises, use these skincare products, watch this makeup tutorial, and that's your best, most beautiful self. That's just not how it works, but I would never want it to work that way because it's like a beautiful exploration and art form um, and lifelong journey of expressing beauty moment by moment I would say almost like that's what life is all about or like the the best thing about life like what like that would be such a bummer to have it be any less of an intricate expansive personal beauty experience in my eyes but I think I just love that concept and that conversation we were having of like your yeah your spiritual practices and your mental mental diet Mm -hmm. yeah and I feel like what I was touching on at the beginning that it the I think when you start with the spiritual like the connection to something beyond and you are like anchored into this realization and this experience that you are so much more than your physical body then it makes the beauty exploration that much more fun because you're not doing it because it is like deeply tied to your self-worth um like or just like when you just feel like you're the physical body then any like fluctuations changes or like imperfections can feel a lot more I don't know just like 
harrowing than if you're connected to your spiritual, you know how infinite you are. And then you get to play and um, be devoted to this like really cool human avatar that like we are embodying and experiencing. Um, At least from my perspective, that has been my experience. Um, And something that I would love to dive into because you know, for like something that I think that I've witnessed that's been really cool from you, Callista, is that you have like I remember when I you've just like your skin is like so clear and radiant. Oh my gosh, thank you. And like even if it's not like a hundred percent perfect all the time, it's like it's totally stunning in my opinion. And I know like you've gone through like a whole journey of well, I don't know, when I first met you, like, your skin, like, just was not as clear. You were still, like, totally radiantly beautiful, but, like, it is transformed. And so I want you to give me and the listeners the tea. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much. That is such a beautiful reflection. I have definitely had times in the past where I was really broken out um, consistently, like, super, super bad, at least for me. And also... Yeah, my skin is still not perfect. And I think that is really common with hormonal acne, just Mm -hmm. to break out sometimes. And that's totally okay. And I liked what you were saying before about not identifying too much just with your physical body because it, I think, it just reminds me of a concept that I thought would be fun to talk about, which is beauty blocks. Like, speaking of the subconscious mind the mental diet brainwash yourself like sometimes we have these subconscious beliefs that we're not conscious of them and we're not aware of them and they conflict with our both either or either or and our conscious goals and or our true most deeply held innermost desires and so it's like those can be some of the things those beliefs can keep us so stuck like even when we might be really into brainwashing ourselves and into the law of attraction and manifesting and even subliminals and it's like we even like me and Annika, like we are obsessed with that stuff and nerd out on it. And it's almost kind of like a spiritual science of curiosity of how it all works and like how these tools can be used more effectively. And a huge aspect to that is deprogramming your limiting beliefs. So you might um, so I think that's just why I thought beauty blocks would be interesting to talk about because first of all and we went a lot into this in the previous episode so I won't go too much into this first one that I'm going to mention but sometimes we can be um, kind of subconsciously programmed to be consciously like opposed to beauty And it's like, no, I don't want that. Like, I don't care about that on the conscious level. But if you 
were to clear out that programming, maybe a more authentic desire would be to express beauty. So that block is gone, possibly. So even, or maybe it's not, but even it's like a complex, intricate layering system where it's like even under that block, where if it were to be dissolved and you were to be in touch with this authentic desire, just for example, because everyone's different, this authentic desire to express beauty and your true nature is to express beauty, then, because I feel like our authentic desires is always in alignment with our true nature. That's basically like synonymous. So then if you are dissolving that block where you are kind of consciously opposed to your authentic desire of expressing your true authentic nature, then you're like in this place where you're desiring to express your true authentic nature, there can still be even more blocks to dissolve and you're like okay why am I not getting there like why don't I look how I want basically Mm -hmm. in terms of beauty or maybe you're even taking it to a subtler level where you really are talking about um your inner beauty and your um compassion and your kindness and your patience and you're like I just can't like um I just snap like when I'm in the in, in the moment or something like that and it's like why can I not like I know how I want to act Mm -hmm. and I know this isn't me so Mm -hmm. what's not clicking and um I think what you said like identifying so much with the physical body like I'm just my physical body nothing more that can be a big block like beauty is bad beauty is vain like beauty is shallow I think that can be a big block and then um I also wrote either or like the beauty versus brains like oh if I'm beautiful then I can't be this and I can't be that you know what I mean and I just think that all of these if any of these like resonate with you and you're like oh I didn't realize that might be not true then um just think about it Mm -hmm. because sometimes that can be something that is preventing beauty from like manifesting to its full capacity in your life but there's always just the potential through your awareness for that block to be dissolved and we'll get even more into more tips and tricks because I feel like subliminals like that in particular subliminals are such a great tool for that because that's kind of what they're known for is like bypassing your conscious mind Mm -hmm. so you don't have the opportunity to like bring up all that resistance and then also a tip that I did want to say for the mental diet when it comes to cultivating multidimensional beauty is to consume more beauty and expose yourself to more beauty because that is going to reflect back out. Okay, and I do remember your skincare question. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I was like, am I going to have to ask again? Um, But I loved all of the previously said. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so... Starting from just kind of how it makes sense in my mind. So, um, first is bacteria. It is best to sleep on a silk or satin pillowcase and change it to a clean one every week. And if your pillowcase is not silk or satin, it's best to switch to a clean one two to three times a week, like every every two to three nights. 
extra, I know. And all of this, take it or leave it. Like, all of this, probably, I'm, I'm never perfect following it, but I'm just telling you what resonates with me as what truly helps. And then Annika also knows along that same vein of the pillowcases is I, when I'm drying my face, will always use a clean washcloth. I use at least two washcloths a day when I'm drying my face in the morning and at night because I'm always using a clean washcloth. And then, so that's one thing. The next thing is getting to know your skin type kind of through patience and trial and error and getting to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you through patience and trial and error. And a huge part of that is consistency. So what you wanna do, for me, just to contextualize my whole spiel, my skin type is sensitive and it's hormonal breakout prone but it is not particularly dry or oily. So it's kind of like, it's just sensitive, hormonal, acne prone. And so the most important thing for me is to seek out super gentle and sensitive skin friendly products that's just for me. If you have really sensitive skin, then that's what I would recommend as your number one priority as well. And um, so cut out everything that irritates your skin and then just be really consistent. So if something's not causing a problem, even if you can't tell if you're not seeing the best results from it, just keep it in your routine so you are having a super consistent routine and you know on the weekly basis I do this in the morning, this at night, this every other day, and you're not switching anything in and out. And then you can switch out one product at a time and know how the change is affecting your skin. So that's my other tip is just to be consistent in that way. And then when it comes to having sensitive acne prone skin, a lot of the common tips for acne don't work because a lot of the recommended ingredients are too harsh like salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide I those are gonna make my skin condition so so much worse another thing about acne is a lot of times people associate it with oily skin and um, what they what we don't often think of is that every like lesion in the skin no matter how small is a little damage to our skin's moisture barrier and it really compromises basically the whole health and integrity of the skin so even and especially if you do have acne you want to also in my opinion incorporate products that restore the skin's moisture barrier, which is basically ceramide. So I also noticed a huge improvement in my skin um, putting on ceramides every night. Like I've used various different products with ceramides and I have never had a problem with any of them like since I discovered that. And then um, some other gentle products that help 
with acne that I've noticed is pure alcohol-free witch hazel, pure aloe vera, tea tree oil, and I like to use like a gentle AHA, alpha hydroxy acid, to exfoliate if I notice like my skin is getting kind of flaky or dull. So basically every two weeks, not very often. And then um, I also use Curology and I can never tell if it, if it helps me or not. I really can't, but I will say that instead of using two pumps every night, I use a pump and a half every other night. And I think I've had the best results doing that. And another thing I will say is with the consistency, never for me I started noticing a huge difference when I started to never ever 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 skip a single morning or night and I started to realize that even if I'm feeling super lazy or don't have time or whatever it is even just splashing my face with water or using like a pad with micellar water Bioderma brand specifically makes a huge huge difference than just doing nothing like makes all the difference in the world and there's some products like that that I really really like like the Bioderma micellar water um jojoba oil I really really like as well as rosehip seed oil love rosehip yes I mentioned um some of the other like natural ingredients for acne but also lavender essential oil is really gentle and healing for the face and um yeah, if you are like in your mid-20s or above, even though you likely won't have too many signs of eye wrinkles, I do recommend starting to use the eye cream just because that's what's commonly recommended. And for me, it is really hard to find a gentle enough one. Um, and my favorite one actually got discontinued. And so I recommend the La Roche-Posay Tolerian if you have really sensitive eyes and you want an eye cream recommendation. Um, so it's just about consistency, being really gentle with your skin and figuring out what works for you and protecting the skin barrier. Um, I love that so, so much. Thank you so much for the tears. Um, so interesting because with skin, like I've had periods of time where like my skin is so clear. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not like my skin is good now. And then, and then like my acne will come back and I'll just like wonder what it is. And it's so interesting what you say about like doing something morning and night because when I, oh, I'm so sorry, but black seed oil, black seed oil every night before bed is a must never skip. And I noticed a huge difference when I started that, like The difference for me is if I'm not in my luteal phase and I take my black seed oil, I will not wake up with a new zit. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, okay, cool. That was important too because after I was going to say a few things, I was going to ask like what things besides skincare, if there are things that you've actually noticed, like, oh, this has really helped me, whether it was like food, whether it was like spiritual stuff, whether it was a specific subliminal. Okay. Yeah. And just a hydration tip in general, like, cause I used to feel like 
I could never be hydrated enough. And for years, my goal was always like drink three liters of water every day, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I felt like I could never get to it. And I always felt so dehydrated. But I learned about remineralizing my water and I have not felt that way since. I mean, sometimes I'll still get dehydrated, but um, I don't need to drink three liters of water a day. Like if I drink a bottle of water, remineralized water in, you know, the past couple hours, then I'm not going to be feeling thirsty and dehydrated. Um, so if you have any trouble staying hydrated, I really recommend. I use Trace Mineral Drops and you can get them at the natural grocery store and um, they taste really bad and the recommended serving is really high so I don't recommend putting the full recommended serving in one glass or bottle of water. I just put um, like five drops in a glass of water and then however many, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 in a bottle of water, depending on the size. And I think the recommended dose is like 40. But if you are drinking a few bottles of water, glasses, a bunch of glasses of water throughout the day, then like, wow, look at that math. Five drops in a glass of water. And if you drink your recommended eight glasses of water a day, that gets you to exactly the recommended serving mm -hmm. of 40 drops. So that's a tip. Okay, go on. Sorry, <laughs> no worries. I love it. Um, yeah, just because I was also thinking that, like, I think we both experience hormonal acne, and I feel like it's, like, kind of an epidemic in, like, women these days, because we're bombarded with so much more, like, hormone-affecting factors in this day and age that, like, our parents just did not experience, um, and like adult hormonal acne is so, so common. So I was curious if, which you touched on black seed oil and hydration. Okay. So those are your two like internal consumption things that you've noticed have helped. Yes. Cool. Okay. So we're covered there. Check. <laughs> I was just wondering if any of it had to do with like your, if like you notice like what you eat also affects it. Cause I know you've changed up your diet a lot, but I don't know if that like has been a huge factor. The black seed oil more than anything. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Okay, wait. That's going to inspire me to never forget to take my black seed oil. Oh, I would never forget. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um, yeah, I feel like for me, like, on the journey of all the skin stuff, what I was going to say before is that um, I have been, you know, I started using like all basically mostly all completely natural products like years and years ago and um I now am like okay with like incorporating a couple of like really sensitive okay stuff that's like maybe not like a hundred percent natural but mostly I like to keep it like pretty much entirely natural like use like an oil cleanser use which I like I have one that I love but we can link it in the show notes it's so so good and then like use rosehip oil for hydration I use the toner Callista made me which I'm so happy to hear the witch hazel is alcohol free because that was like my one trepidation but I, I use it anyway but I love that you have alcohol free because alcohol can like dissolve the liquid I mean sorry what's it called the the barrier yeah your skin barrier the yeah. motion barrier and that's uh -huh. another thing too is like um another fun tip that I didn't even mention that it's kind of extra but just as like a template especially it's 
good to look up for like with your products that you do have which order to apply them in Mm -hmm. is the korean 10 step skincare routine which is double cleanse so you have your oil cleanse and then your foaming cleanse and then um toner essence sheet mask serum eye cream moisturizer and then sun protection for a day and then like a thicker occlusive kind of overnight slugging sleeping mask for night and then I would even add never thought I would be that crazy girl who would add a step to the Korean 10 step skincare routine but I would also add a weekly clay mask and exfoliant I love to have like a skincare day once per week where maybe I would do any necessary hair removal on my face, like wax my eyebrows or whatever, and um, do like the double cleanse, do an exfoliating toner and do a clay mask and then, or switch the order, do a clay mask, then do an exfoliating toner and then do a really nice hydrating sheet mask. So the serum can just soak in and I don't have to like wash my face again and then yeah do my moisturizer and eye cream or even like a face oil or something like that because I just feel like it makes a difference the rest of the week like your skin is just glowing the next Mm, day how fun yes okay sorry I keep interrupting you but no no you're good I love it I love it it's the back and forth um I was just gonna say it was so interesting because um when I started doing a lot more natural skincare, like there's a lot of stuff out there about how like you actually, like it's better to be like super, super minimal and like not mess with your skin's natural bio. Oh God, what's it, what's it called when you have like microbiome, like mm-hmm. literally your face has a microbiome. And if you use a bunch of harsh products, you use a bunch of stuff, like it can actually just strip away the microbiome. So like, I feel like I've gone through experimentation of like, oh, like maybe my face feels like it doesn't need to be washed tonight. Or like, maybe I want to like, just let my skin do its thing. And I think maybe it can also depend on like where you're located. But for me, like right now we're living in a city and I would have to say that's actually like when I think about it, not working in my favor right now. Um, And I think for a long time, like I was also kind of like afraid of doing like what you just said, like 10 steps, like, cause to me in my mind, I was like, okay, you're like stripping off all your faces, natural, everything. And then putting stuff back on, like, is that actually going to be good for it? Um, But the few times like we've actually done or like, we went to the Korean skin store and like got a bunch of seat masks, got a bunch of stuff. Like I remember like doing like a more comprehensive face routine and it did totally like create a glow and, and cells die. So it's kind of like stimulating the cell turnover Mm. and then, yeah, you do want to replenish, but I totally agree. I mean, not, Mm -hmm. not even as a counterpoint, but no, I like it. Please counterpoint. Just like, as a reassurance that you're not totally destroying your skin when you are like doing a chemical exfoliant which I do recommend like the gentler the better I'm not doing stuff like that every day and it makes your skin more sensitive to the sun so it's better to do them at night or like use sunscreen and all these different things to consider but I loved what you said about just listening to your skin at different times and I feel like with anything in general like multi-dimensional beauty specifically 
it's just so key to just be adaptable and respond to the moment and like I think it's so much about kind of like bringing things back to equilibrium and like what has been lacking attention Mm. or like what needs the most attention or like there's times where if I'm really rushed and I have to go somewhere really soon and I'm not feeling my multidimensional beauty like I'm stressed out and you know this that and the other if I'm really that stressed and I really only have five minutes to get ready I'll take three minutes to sit there and meditate and then after that I'm going to decide with my two minutes from that mind state okay, what are we tackling to, like, get ready to go? And a lot of the time, it's what, it's hygiene-based. Like, you don't want to feel, like, icky. A lot of the time, it's like, okay, if you wish your hair was a little cleaner, just work with it. Do Put more oil in it, oil mask, and do the slick bun. Or go for the dry shampoo, and, like, maybe that's all you need. Or if you just feel kind of, eh, like, do your whole skincare routine and go for just like the moisturized glowing look even if you're like washing all your makeup off that mm-hmm. you did earlier because like that is you're going to express more beautifully just feeling more clean and feeling more comfortable and refreshed yes than just keeping that makeup on your face because like you're going to something and so you're going out of the house so shouldn't you keep your makeup on and like all that stuff like yeah sometimes that might be true where it would be really convenient to have already done your makeup before something like that. But sometimes, like, it's just not sitting right on your face and you just need to adapt and, like, you will show... And I feel like it is so much about... um, Just expressing yourself genuinely and expressing yourself authentically and, like, allowing yourself to not try so hard and like not have to think about it it's like what Mm. can I do so that I feel confident and I can just show up and be relaxed and be myself because Mm. a lot of the time what is the most beautiful is just this really spontaneous like authentic genuine energy that is so natural and so naturally beautiful and people admire it so much and even will try to imitate sometimes what they found so attractive and appealing about someone else and it just doesn't work and is so cringe and fake because what was beautiful about it was actually nothing about like the form and the action but was actually how genuine and how authentic it was and if that person actually wanted to imitate that charming and attractive quality what they should actually do is connect to the self and connect to their true feelings and desires in that moment and express that that is the key to multidimensional beauty it is so so true and like we all have this unique special signature that is so supremely magnetic and beautiful and like a true gift to this world and like being devoted to that 
which sometimes takes the time of like tuning out the external and going a little bit inward and getting to know thyself and becoming comfortable and confident with like expressing that part of you that is just all of you it's not a part of you actually (laughs) um and I love that so much so much because like we are each like our own unique art installation of our special fractal of divine energy and that is just so so beautiful and I also wanted to add, I loved what you were saying about like when you're leaving the house and, you know, like doing these things to refresh yourself for me personally. And I know other uh, others who feel the same, like it's, it's kind of like it's ritualistic and it's also like, there's such a spiritual nature to like doing these things to keep yourself refreshed and clean and feeling, you know, asking yourself like what you need in this moment to like it it's a clearing of energy like to wash your face before you leave or even being like okay you know you know those moments where we all feel like we really need a shower and like it might not even be because you're like oh like maybe you've even already taken a shower today or or you just like feel it energetically you feel it in the depths of your soul it's like totally a cleansing like water cleanses so much beyond just our physical body and it's the same thing with like washing our face or like if we feel like intuitively like oh like I will feel a lot better if I like braid my hair um or you know change this part of my clothing like it's such a beautiful dance and I think that it really does come from our intuition and that's almost when it becomes like a fun and enjoyable fluid process because instead of using your mind to being like okay like what have I been told is acceptable so like I'm gonna do this before I go here it's like okay what is the moment really asking for and what would actually make this moment feel more beautiful divine refreshed so that I can go out and like be the best most graceful projection of my true and authentic self and like that is the real game I think we're playing and that's kind of like pulled out of the matrix of there's these specific roles there are these specific expectations there are these specific standards for beauty it's like okay if we're gonna like pull our consciousness out of this pre like arranged matrix that's like vying for our attention that's essentially brainwashing us into thinking um a certain way if we can pull our attention like out of this matrix back into our center back into ourselves like vertically connected to our higher self um and just be truly be truly devoted to connecting to that and devoted to ourselves devoted for something higher like that's how we can truly actually bring in embody and express like true high frequency divine beauty and have it be like fun enjoyable absolutely no pressure it is because like no matter what like we are so loved and we're so supported and um I think that, yeah, it's just such a beautiful 
way to express, I mean, experience life. Because I think truly to me, like the most beautiful thing in life is like the energy of like being connected to divine frequencies that feel like it's literally like what I feel in this room with like me and Calista right now. Like we're listening to like, (laughs) we're listening to like this, these beautiful like frequency tracks and I like feel really high frequency divine energy and I like feel the presence of spirit in this room and it feels so pure and so good and so beautiful and you know we might all find like we have our own preference for like energy and um, qualities and all of these things and that's what makes us all I mean that's what makes life so fun and everything so beautiful and unique but um that's pretty much all I have to say just that it goes it goes so beyond and it goes so beyond what meets the eye I love that so lovely and we are recording this right where we often practice kundalini so we have cultivated a very high frequency energy field in this space I literally just got like so sucked into it I was like I can't even talk anymore (laughs) (laughs) and back to you (laughs) I love it um okay well one thing that I forgot to mention earlier I think as like a main beauty block is our insecurities <laughs> and we all have um we all have them and um <laughs> basically it, they can be painful they really can and if you are someone who is struggling with some really painful insecurities my heart goes out to you and i will say there is different reframes and different mind states where you can still have the same insecurities but they're not so so painful and it's such a balance I think depending on the insecurity and depending on the moment such a balance between kind of adjusting things to improve what you're insecure about and then just accepting things to embrace what you're insecure about and that is kind of this process of cultivating multidimensional beauty through dissolving these insecurity blocks basically is this practice and art of like adjusting, improving, embracing, accepting as you get closer and closer to this point, like meeting in the middle where 
the insecurities are along the way actually actually reducing and becoming dissolved and um where maybe you just get to a point where if it's a physical insecurity you don't look like that anymore or you get to a point where you view it as a positive thing could be either or or somewhere in the middle where along the way this insecurity is getting less and less painful and then suddenly you don't even relate to that person who felt that way about it and um I think that that is kind of like a, a main practice of cultivating multidimensional beauty through expressing yourself. And I do have some tips and reframes for the process. So when it comes to embracing yourself and your insecurities a great tip is find someone who has that same quality that you are insecure about but is super super radiant and confident and just expose yourself to them because it's a great mind expander of like I love this one affirmation I refuse to let any imperfection have control over my happiness. Where it's just like a great expander where you see this example of like, this person ha is having the same experience, but it doesn't prevent them from being such a beautiful, radiant being and enjoying life to the fullest. So why would it prevent me? And it makes that insecurity much less painful or sometimes someone will make the quality look so so good and you're like wow I've honestly just never seen an example of how that can be so so positive and now that I see it it's so refreshing because I'm realizing that might be the impression and the impact I have on other people and it makes me so confident because this is just a rare energy that I felt like was maybe weird or different or didn't belong but it's actually just a very rare, special blessing. And um, also when it comes to, I also wrote like God is in the details, magic is in the details, beauty is in the details because those are all phrases. And um, I think this, has to do with both like embracing your insecurities and correcting them, correcting them, adjusting for them, whatever. Is like really focus your awareness because sometimes it's like, for example, our insecurity might be so general, like I'm ugly. It's like, sorry for this, um, example but if you have this general insecurity that you're ugly it's like focus in and narrow your awareness why you feel that way like what characteristics about yourself is it that makes it feel like that's true and then 
focus on those things and either see like look up like tips for that or like home remedies for that. I love doing that. Or on the flip side, do um, like say I love you to that body part every day and say like I'm so beautiful. I'm so beautiful to or like my hair is so beautiful, whatever it is about that specific thing and kind of like focus your awareness and your attention onto a more specific detail because then it's just such a potent power. You kind of have to experience to see, but it is one of those things kind of like making your bed for cleaning your room. Like just making your bed can make your whole room look clean. It's like if you just focus on like narrow down and focus in on what is actually make insecure, making you insecure and really see how you can adjust or how you can embrace that thing your whole beauty and your whole confidence is going to reap the reward so much more than um just feeling like you are ugly and um let's see oh the oh and the other thing is look good feel good so if you are insecure it's kind of like a reverse um, it's kind of like a psychology trick where people will say it is really good for your confidence to look your best every day even though you might feel like your best is not that good if you just look your best every day over time your self-esteem is going to heal and that would not be a thought in your mind possibly mm -hmm. and um it's like i loved what you're saying about just doing these practices to cultivate these energies so you can basically just show up confident and show up in the world cleared of your insecurity um It just like it gives you more freedom and it opens up more opportunities because we hold ourselves back so much because of our insecurities and we think like we're just not the person who would be able to do that and it's like you kind of are doing yourself a disservice if if that's the case but the good news is there is a lot of easy ways to kind of flip the script and that is basically my last thing and my last tip is um, the subliminals and the frequencies. Like if you, we will link some, that's basically all I need to say. We will link some in the show details, the episode details that um, we have used and we have liked and we have gotten results from in the past everyone's different but it's really fun it's just for fun like but yes you get results like i have got results from beauty subliminals many of time and it's great i've gotten a lot prettier it's fantastic annika is saying my skin is cleared up i've seen annika glow up <laughs> like it's really really fun and so um i think that 
that, well, my last like point is just like a lot of these things are habits and they are routines. And when it comes to beauty and the skin and far beyond the skin, when it comes to multidimensional beauty in every way, it is such a long, long, lifelong game. And when you take the effort up front, you know, the 21 to 90-ish days to retrain your brain to do something a certain way, the effects will build on each other and themselves over time until you get to a point years later where you could never ever ever achieve those dramatic results no matter how much harder you had worked if you had not started so early. Then again, that could just be a subconscious limit that you dissolve. But I just say that to say, like they will tell you to pat your face dry. Don't rub it dry. Because over time, the rubbing like drags on your face and it will increase the effects of gravity and make your wrinkles worse we're not just our physical bodies and you know what it's great to have wrinkles there's nothing wrong with that so that's not what i'm saying but if you're someone who does want to avoid wrinkles which seems common it's like patting your face dry instead of rubbing it dry is just as easy takes just the same amount of time and like all you have to do is learn the facts and kind of switch your habit and then you know decades later you can have a completely different face. So all that to say, like a little change here and there just makes a big impact, both when it comes to things like that on the external and when it comes to just accepting yourself and cultivating self-love and reprogramming your subconscious beliefs. Like if you start today to think of yourself as beautiful and make yourself feel beautiful every single day and commit to that. Just think how that can transform the course of your life. And if you are not mentally there yet, what if you started today dissolving your subconscious blocks and committed to that and you're like, you know what? I have been trapped in this mental box of my own creation my whole life and I am not going to die in this box. I am going to start today and I am going to break down these walls. Just think where you might end up. So that is my last note. And thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Wow, this wraps up our multidimensional beauty two-part series. Who knows, we might be back at some point once again. Who knows? But until then, keep your hands and arms tight in the subship. We 
are so thrilled to continue our ride with you. Mm -hmm. And if you want to email us any beauty hacks, tips, tricks, comments, questions, we are brainwash yourself podcast at gmail.com. If you want to share the pod with a friend, we would love that. But mostly we're just so glad that you're here. So thank you. Shout out to you. You have any episode ideas that you want to hear us talk about? Send them our way. But don't worry. We have a lot still. We're not running out of steam. (laughs) Uh, Love you. Adios. Bye.